Hey guys, I hope you're doing well. Today I'm going to be attempting to make an assessment on what your favorite drink choice says about you. And I also have a few thoughts on Kobe Bryant and his Oscar win last night. It's a very complicated where I'm going to go with it. Or maybe it's not. I'll let you guys be the judge of that. Either way, drop the beat. Let's get right to it. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. You guys are listening to the Mind of Mike J podcast. Today is Monday, March the 5th. I had meant to get this out last week, but, you know, it's it's just how things go sometimes. So, a little bit late. No worries. We're getting around to it, and we just roll with the punches. So, anyway, what I want to talk about today primarily is what your drink of choice says about you. And when I say drink of choice... I'm referring to your personal favorite, your go-to, your one liquor slash beer slash wine that you, everyone's, anybody that drinks casually, you know what I'm talking about. You might dabble in a lot of different things, but you have your one in particular that is your go-to. And I think you can tell a lot about a person by what that selection is. So without further ado... I'm just going to jump right into it, and you can guys can let me know if you agree or if I'm making sense or not. At the top, I got to start with whiskey and bourbon, because whiskey bourbon is my personal drink of choice. Anybody that goes out with me, anybody that's seen me out knows, nine times out of ten, I'm going to order the same thing. Whiskey and Coke, whiskey and ginger ale. Simple, effective, smooth, but also somewhat still sophisticated. I personally think the whiskey crowd is the elite members of society. I think I think I think we're very simple people. We're very left brain people because we don't necessarily like getting too complicated with our drink choices. Like I said, anything most good drinks that involve a good whiskey or bourbon, you don't have to mix it with hardly anything. Sometimes you don't need mixer at all if you've got the real good stuff. I personally think if whiskey bourbon is your go-to, you are you are probably an alpha male or an alpha female. You probably know what you want in life. You're probably in a good spot. And you're probably overall just good people. I think the whiskey crowd is the kind of folks that I try to surround myself with. And that's just my personal opinion as far as that goes. Vodka would be the next up. And I think basic people drink vodka. I think vodka is the go-to liquor for pretty much anybody that kind of doesn't really have a strong taste for anything. I feel like vodka is just the go-to when you really... I don't know if anyone actually... I, I would find it kind of odd if, if anyone's real go-to is, is actually vodka. I feel like vodka is what you order when you just don't know about anything else. You just come up, you haven't really had a chance to look at the menu yet, and you just blurt out vodka Red Bull. Plus, vodka has no taste on its own, really. Not the cheaper one. You got to get some really, really good stuff to have a taste. And then again, no one, and, and even with that being said, nobody even really drinks vodka like that. So, 
I think you're. I think it would be very odd. I think you are a little bit of an oddball if vodka is like your primary go-to. But I understand the vodka sodas, or possibly, like I said, vodka Red Bull or some of those other things. I think for the most part, you might be a little bit of an oddball, but chances are you're you're simple. You're a simple, not hard to please individual as well. You just kind of go with the flow and do what everyone else is doing. And every squad needs someone like that. So not necessarily a bad thing. Tequila. This is where it kind of gets interesting. To me, if tequila is your, to me, if tequila is your go-to, first thing I think is you want attention. I think people that, I think people that drink tequila like that, they always want to, they always like to really, really get get really messed up on it so they can turn around and do that passive aggressive routine of oh man don't give me don't give me tequila i get crazy haha <laughs> kind of like kind of do that whole routine trying to get people to buy them shots cuz you, you know you want people to you want people to get you drunk so that they can see how of this supposed wacky alter ego that you have supposedly there's really no reason to drink tequila like that if it's not a holiday or if you're not at a Mexican restaurant. So, and tequila is not something you can really drink on its own. So I think again, you're probably either you're probably either attention seeker or you just like celebrating a lot. Because like I said, you don't really drink tequila if you're not trying to get fucked up. So, it just seems odd to me that somebody would really do tequila like that but that's the probably that's more than likely how you are if tequila is your favorite rum i would say if rum is your go-to rum is i don't really know what to think i guess i feel like rum people are like the lighter version of the whiskey crowd like your rum is very simple not complicated Rum is better off, honestly, as a mixer with, you know, five or six other things. But, you know, I understand a good rum. If you like a good rum and Coke, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, I don't think you're quite as cool as the whiskey people, but you try to be, and I guess that's all that counts. Jaeger. I think if Jaeger is your go-to drink, you are a despicable human being. Only aggressive people drink Jaeger. Like, there's really no reason for that otherwise. That's another one that nobody drinks casually, and that's why I say that. If you if if Jaeger, if you say Jaeger is your favorite drink, I assume you're the kind of person that walks into the bar with a tank top, cargo shorts, and a backwards hat on. Good crap like that, and wants to fight everybody every night. You're one of those people. Just aggressive, just angry, and just, ugh, Jaeger. Like, there's calm, you, you, you can't, there's no way you're a calm individual. Gin. Gin is, you are definitely, I mentioned you're a bit of an oddball if you like vodka. You are definitely an oddball if gin is your go-to. If gin, somebody, if somebody told me gin is your favorite, I'm going to assume you're like that one guy in your group that kind of sits off in the corner, minds its own business, and is like quiet, doesn't really speak unless spoken to. The rest of his friends spend half the time roasting him. You probably got some weird first name like Murray or something like that. Like Jin is just like you're you're the one guy or girl in your group that's always doing something different from what everyone else is doing. 
everybody wants to go to this one bar, you want to go to this other one for no reason that nobody likes. You know, that, those, those kind of people, you have to be that kind of guy if you like gin. Guy or girl if you like gin. That's just, that's just a very interesting choice. Cognac. I personally cannot stand cognac. And I think, I think if cognac is your go-to, if you're one of these, if you drink yak, I feel like you like to look like you got money. You're buying Hennessy. If you're walking around with you like you like the look of walking around with a Hennessy bottle, an iPhone X, jewelry, and pro- probably some Jordans on. You're like one of those people. You just like looking like you got money, but you don't really have it. Also, you like getting a special kind of drunk. If con- cognac puts you in a in a dark place, like that that kind of stuff, I've had it before. Not my personal favorite, but man, that that stuff gets you real twisted real quick. So you're a you're a very special kind of individual if cognac is your go-to. Light beer. If light beer out of all the drink out of all the different kinds of drinks and alcoholic beverages that are available to you, if light beer is your go-to, you're probably in college. We've all been there. Or you're just the basic if you're a grown person and light beer is your favorite you're probably just a good old-fashioned, red-blooded American that likes sports and grilling out and grossly appropriating other cultures on holidays like St. Patrick's Day and Cinco de Mayo and crap like that. You probably always ask what's on special at every bar you go to. Because to be, let's be honest, once you've had four or five of them, you don't know the difference between Miller and Coors and Bud Light and Natty Light. I'm sorry, I don't believe anybody can really can really question me on that. I have a hard time believing if you had nine Bud Lights in a row and I hand you a, a Miller Light for your 10th one that you're going to know the difference. So, nothing wrong with liking light beer. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with being a college kid. Nothing wrong with being a, a basic bro well into your 20s, 30s, or possibly 40s. But that's the kind of profile of a light beer person. If you're a dark beer person, if dark beer is your go-to, I would like to think you are a retired light beer drinker. And what I mean by retired is, first of all, nobody comes out the womb drinking dark beer. Okay, anybody that's drinking dark beer now, you are a light beer person at one point. But now you're you're graduated, you're moving up in life, you probably got a good job, and you're trying to ingratiate yourself into that happy hour, white-collar, brewery, brunchy crowd. You're if you're a dude, you're probably you probably like dark beer because it's a good conversation starter when you're trying to pick up girls. You know, you can sit around and talk about how rare your double chocolate dragon milk jalapeno porter is. If you're a woman and you like dark beer, you probably like dark beer because you can pick up guys by pretending to be interested in the double chocolate dragon milk jalapeno porters. Like dark beer people, dark beer people. I feel like we're we've moved on from the, you've moved on from the clubs. You've moved on from the bar crawls. You just want to you just want to sit down with a few friends, eat some good food, drink some good beer. You're probably trying to be more economically conscious by supporting small businesses and microbreweries, and I and I and I respect that. I I, I really do. I have no problem with the dark beer people. 
The only reason some of y'all get on my nerves is because half half the time, all these dingo, all these half a lot of these dark beers, you claim they're all different and they all got these different tastes, and a lot of them taste the same, in my opinion. But that's just me. Forties. If your go-to drink is a forty ounce, you are either super broke, super hood, probably both, or you're shooting a rap video. That that's really the only explanation. White wine. If white wine is your go-to, I feel like you are trying to blend in with people that drink red wine. White wine is a very, very odd go-to. You can't be a for real... I don't think you're a for real wine drinker if white wine is your go-to. And I think that's what I was trying to articulate earlier with vodka. Like, vodka is the beginner liquor. Anybody that just started drinking or doesn't or doesn't drink often or is trying to blend in and get along with other people that drink a lot, they go with vodka. I feel like if you're, I feel like if you are trying to become a wine drinker, but you're not quite, you don't really drink wine like that or appreciate wine like that, then white wine has got to be your go-to. That's the only explanation that I can think of. And then finally, red wine. If red wine is your go-to drink, I'm going to say 99.8% chance you're a woman and you're probably married or ready to be married. I think the highest quality of females drink red. The grown women drink red wine as their go-to. I think you have, I think if red wine is your go-to, you can probably cook. You're probably a homebody. Like I said, you're probably, you're probably trying, but you still like to have a good time. You're probably not going out as much. You're like the dark, you're like the dark beer crowd, but the female. It's almost like the dark beer crowd, but the female version. You've kind of retired from. Maybe you were a tequila drinker in college. Maybe you were one of those girls. Now you've kind of moved up in society a little bit. You just like to sit down, watch Game of Thrones, and drink red wine. And there's nothing wrong with that either. But though, I think you, I think red wine shows maturity. Red wine shows and appreciation as well because to be honest almost everybody and you kind of have to really like wine to drink red wine white wine's really sugary so i feel like it's something you can kind of you can kind of jump in and as a beginner get into but if you drink red wine then you really really enjoy it and there's nothing wrong with that so that is pretty much my complete list if there's anyone i missed let me know i'm pretty sure i went through all of them but We are right at the 15-minute mark, so it's going to go into halftime. And when we come back, I'm going to be talking about Kobe Bryant, Oscars, Me Too movement, and a lot of nonsense that I've been seeing going on. So let's give it a quick break. We're going to go drop this beat, and I'll be right back. That was halftime, and again, I was going over the drinks, what they say about you as an individual. Now I want to get into something a little bit more serious. This is, so last night, the Oscars, last night was the Oscars, which I will admit to y'all I did not watch because I really just don't 
watch award shows. But last night was the Oscars, and my man, excuse me, my man Kobe Bryant, possibly one of the greatest players of my generation, five-time champion, MVP of the league. We all know his credentials. Kobe Bryant was given a Oscar last night for his, I believe it was, he, he made a cartoon film called Dear Basketball, and I feel like real ignorant because I didn't see it or really know about it. Next thing I know, Kobe's winning an Oscar, and I didn't even know what at first what it was for. But that's not why I'm talking about it. What I wanted to get into today was because so Kobe wins his Oscar. I get up, I check Twitter, and I see Kobe Bryant and the Me Too hashtag are both trending on Twitter. And this is, and I want to address some of these comments that I've seen happen. Now, apparently, what's going on, summary of what I'm about to show y'all, is a lot of people are upset, I guess, because they're trying to say that Kobe Bryant winning an Oscar is, um, I guess it makes Hollywood, I guess it makes Hollywood look hypocritical because, you know, a lot of Hollywood actors have been very, very supportive in trying to further the Me Too movement. And now what they're saying is, and I guess now what they're saying is because they gave Kobe an award that it basically prove some kind of hypocrisy. Um, let's just, let's read some of these. Uh, let me, let me just read some of these so I can show you what I'm talking about. Um, let's see. Wait, did Kobe Bryant really get an Oscar in the year of hashtag me too, hashtag times up LMAO in the year of me, hashtag me too. Kobe Bryant won an Oscar. So yeah, pretty sure Hollywood is taking this shit seriously. Obviously that, sarcastically um Kobe Bryant winning an Oscar is proof me too hasn't even scratched the surface okay so I guess this woman feels like the me too movement is not relevant at all because Kobe was able to win an Oscar um Clay Travis said so Harvey Weinstein gets kicked out of Hollywood and Kobe Bryant gets two jerseys retired and wins an Oscar in the same hashtag me too year Simply amazing. Okay, first of all, I just want to get this out. Clay Travis is like literally the worst sports person ever. Everything this dude says is politically driven in an era where we're apparently not supposed to mix politics and sports. You know, that's that's what everybody keeps telling me every time I tried to talk about Kaepernick type stuff. So, but then you know, but the same people follow Clay Travis, and this guy is allowed to just talk about Hollywood and ESPN and how everything is liberal all day long and nobody says anything. Everybody just follows and retweets his stuff. Um, But this is uh, the issue that I have with... here's Here's the issue, rather than just getting on everyone else. Here's my thing. What I don't... First of all, half of these people... Half of these people trying to get on Kobe are Trump supporters. So that's number one. At the end of the day, when your commander in chief is an is an alleged or an accused rapist, it kind of sets the precedent for everything else. You cannot be a Trump supporter and then turn around and say the Oscars are hypocritical 
and they're shutting down the Me Too movement because they gave Kobe Bryant an Oscar. You can't do both. Um, but aside from that, I don't like the court of a public. I don't like the court of public opinion sometimes because I pay close attention. I was a huge fan of Kobe Bryant's back then, and I still am. And Kobe Bryant was not only was he not found guilty, they had to throw out the that woman's the woman's legal team that accused Kobe Bryant of rape basically had to throw the case out because they brought the DNA evidence into the courtroom. Come to find out, she had had multiple sexual partners aside from Kobe Bryant all within right around the same, you know, couple hours or 24-hour window or day or two window from when she hooked up with Kobe. Not trying to, you know, not trying to say anything negative about the woman, but basically it was an, there was enough evidence against her to where they basically had to throw out the case and it became plausible that Kobe might not have raped that girl at all. And I personally don't believe Kobe Bryant raped that girl. I think she came to his room willingly. I think they engaged in what might have started as consensual sex and then maybe at one point she was uncomfortable or didn't like it, which I guess legally still makes it rape. But at the end of the day, I don't like... I don't think you being accused of something should never found guilty should just should basically just waste away your whole career forever. And Kobe Bryant lived his truth. You know, he paid a settlement, which normally is an indicator of guilt. I'm not saying again, I'm not saying it makes him guilty. But what I'm saying is that doesn't necessarily look good either. Kobe had to buy Kobe bought his wife a nice big ring after the fact because regardless of whether or not he raped the girl he was cheating on his wife which we can get on him for that Kobe Bryant lost all his endorsements for years had to build himself back up apologized and what I'm getting at is Kobe Bryant lived his truth okay Kobe Bryant like my man Charlemagne the God was saying on his donkey of the day rant where he talked about this as well the other thing I have a problem with is Kobe Bryant, since he was since he was accused of being a rapist 16 years ago, Kobe Bryant has gotten endorsements back. Kobe Bryant has won championships. Kobe Bryant's received had both his jerseys retired. Kobe's got a lot of awards and accolades. He's been on the cover of video games. He's done a lot of stuff. And this energy was nowhere to be found. So basically what it seems like is you got people that don't like, I'm just, and I'm just going to call it what it is. You got people that as a general rule, they're Trump supporters. They know a lot of Hollywood, they they know a lot of Hollywood folks are, are Democrats and left leaning and progressive and they disagree with their political views. So this is just a way for them to attack uh, I guess to attack Hollywood and attack the Oscars. Not because they give a crap about Kobe Bryant being a rapist. Because if you did, you'd have said something at some point over the last 16 years. But this is the first time I've seen... This is literally the first time we've seen Kobe Bryant trending for being a rapist. And since since it initially happened. And like I said, accused 
and accused and convicted are two completely different things. Charged and convicted are two completely different things. Kobe Bryant was charged with rape. He was not convicted. Meaning, Kobe Bryant was brought to court. Kobe Bryant had to go through had to go through due process, and at the end of the day, he was not found guilty. And he's being put in the same and, and he's being put in the same breath as they're shuffling him in with this Me Too movement, and they're putting him in with the same. Um, they're trying to shuffle him in on a lot of these articles as trying to make his situation seem like it's the same as somebody like Ryan Seacrest who Ryan Seacrest, if I'm not mistaken, his Ryan Seacrest, his stuff or his case is more recent. His, his case was within the last, you know, year or so. That's like still like a relatively new thing. Like I said, Kobe Bryant was accused of rapes a long 2002, 2003 it was a long time ago. And the and the crowning thing ultimately that I see is none of these people that are talking about the Me Too movement now, none of you guys gave a crap about it before. This is just a time for you to jump on it, throw out some fake outrage, try to be try to be faux outraged and make it seem like you're proving something. Because what you really want is the Me Too movement to go away because it costs you it costs you Roy Moore in Alabama. It cost. It's it's basically coming back and biting a lot of your right wing leaning folks in the ass, and so you want it to go away. You want it to go away for that reason because the main folks getting busted are rich, powerful white dudes. And I'm not saying Kobe Bryant should be forgiven. I'm saying I'm not because I I, under, I completely understand some people are. I completely understand some people are rape victims and it's and it messes with you psychologically and you never recover from it. And I get all that. And and it, when you see somebody like Kobe that might have did it, you know, you you don't Kobe Bryant's going to be a rapist to some people forever. And cuz you know, it it affects some people that way and I get that. But this 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 backlash I don't I don't this backlash to me is not sincere. That's that's basically what I'm getting at. None of these people coming after it really care about the Me Too movement. Same same I, I say the same thing when people talk about when we talk about police brutality and then somebody comes in and brings up, well, you're not doing anything about the violence in Chicago. Well, what are you doing about the, the violence in Chicago? You don't care. It's just something to throw out there to be a deflection. And that's what I see what's going on with these folks going after Kobe Bryant. You don't actually care about the Me Too movement. You thought it was dumb before tonight. And now, oh, what is this? Larry Elder said, let me get this straight. Last night's theme was all about treating women with respect. So who wins an Oscar 2018? Kobe Bryant, who was credibly accused of rape. Oh my goodness, this is what I'm talking about. Credibly accused of rape, paid the accuser a settlement, and issued her a written apology. Can't make this up. This coming from... This coming from a dude who literally tweets about Trump all day long. Credibly accused credibly accused of rape. Credible because what? Like I said, I'm 
I'm glad I'm old enough to remember a lot of this stuff now. I wasn't like a, a kid. I didn't know what was going on. I remember when this stuff about Kobe Bryant came out. It was all we knew was the woman went to his room. They engaged. They had they had sex. We didn't know if it was consensual or not. She comes out. She comes out bleeding and a few other things that look suspicious. So then we get so here. So now I don't. I just don't see where you can say credibly accused. Because let me tell you something. If this had been anybody else, if this had, if this had been somebody pushing agenda, pushing an agenda that they agreed with, it have became well. Let's wait for all the facts, and you don't know. We don't know what happened. Just because some woman says something doesn't mean he did it. Well, that's what we got with Trump. That's what we got with Roy Moore. That's what we got with all this all these people. So I don't want to hear it. But that's just me. I, I think Kobe Bryant I think Kobe Bryant's well deserved. I think Kobe Bryant, unlike a lot of people, he didn't try to he didn't try to necessarily hide it. He couldn't. He had to go to court. He went through the due process. He paid his settlement. And he dealt with it. And we've moved on. At what point do you... At what point... Like, what What do we want the punishment to be, dude? Like, at, at what point does it stop? Okay, like, I get it with the with this Me Too movement. But if, like, if you're, a, if you're a rapist or if you did something and you... And you're confronted with it and you have apologized, does, you, does that just stay with you for the rest of your life and you're not allowed to do anything or get props for anything ever? Is that what we're doing? I and I'm I'm not I'm not asking rhetorically. Like I really want to know what is it? At what point does can you not make a mistake and then move on later on? And like I said, Kobe, Kobe wasn't like I said, he wasn't a Brock Turner. You know what I'm saying? He didn't beat some girl over the head or take advantage of her when she was drunk, kind of thing. You know, he just messed around with a hotel clerk. That's that's two completely different things. And I'm just trying to figure out why people want to see this man punished, I guess, for the rest of his life, apparently, over something that happened almost two decades ago. I don't get it. It seems dumb. It seems dumb to me. It seems like there's a lot of stuff you could have been outraged in that's happened between now and 2002, other than this Oscar. But, you know, in this crusade against quote-unquote liberal Hollywood and we got to shut them down and these Hollywood elitists, blah, blah, blah. We got we to gotta stop them and they can't. And you see these and you see these headlines like Kobe Bryant won a Me Too Oscar as if as if the Me Too movement was started in Hollywood, which it wasn't. It was started by a black woman that was the Me Too movement was started by a black woman that was a that's a civil rights activist so for you to just attach um so for you to use a headline talking about me too oscar just because a few actors have come out publicly and said that they support the me too movement which is ultimately a good thing i think women should speak up and say something and they should confront their accusers and force their and force sexual predators to live their truths and be confronted about it. I think it is a I think it is a very good movement in general. But I think just because a few like I said, just because a few actors or producers 
support it, it now becomes the quote-unquote Me Too Oscars. The Oscars is a, is still a celebration of films. It's not a it's not a Me Too parade. Like you can you can speak out and have an opinion on something that's trending and not have that become your identity. I think you just I think I think you know just just at the Oscars saying the Me Too movement is a good idea. That doesn't make it a celebration of the Me Too movement. It's a celebration of freaking films. This is just dumb. But anyway, I, I that's that's really all I had to say about that. I'm pretty much just rambling at this point. I, I don't get it, guys. But again, this has been the Mind of Mike J podcast. New episodes every week. Appreciate everybody listening. I'll be coming at you later this week with another episode because I didn't give you any at all last week so we're gonna double up and keep this train moving but until next time i am signing off